0: Minutes on Mastery is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is author David Epstein on the Finding Mastery podcast with Michael Gervais, sharing his definition of mastery. It was interesting because when I was thinking about um, finding mastery and, and sort of thinking about what, trying to make explicit to myself what I think mastery even means, to me some component of it is getting to that stage where you have enough insight into yourself that you can start to dictate this sort of iterative trial and error, where you find the individual environment that, you know, will help you to proceed to optimal outcomes for your completely unique genotype and psychology and environment. And there's this, this guy, J.M. Tanner, who has a quote that I love that I stuck in my book. He was the world's expert, uh, the eminent expert in body growth and development was also a world-class athlete himself. And it's, it's basically, um, everyone has a different genotype. Therefore, for optimal development, everyone should have a different environment. And, you know, I'm interested in genes, so I like the quote, but you could sub in anything for genotype there, right? Everyone has different proclivities. Everyone has different resources to draw on. Everyone has different supports, whatever it is. Therefore, for optimal development, everyone should have a different environment. And that doesn't mean that wildly different, right? But no two people have lived the same life. And I think that process of individualizing your learning environment, was a message that really came through to me as I researched the book and that I think is a, is a, is a critical part of my definition of mastery to the extent that you differentiated from, you know, just having performed excellently or uh, achievement, I guess. Okay, so if I, if I try to restate your definition, just for conceptual reasons, is, I think you said when you have such awareness, or insight about your uniqueness, that you can begin to customize your environment. Is that close? Or did I, did I miss? No, no, I I think that is. And there's, I I always think about this, you know, Sir Roger Bannister, who was the first man to break four minutes in the mile. Most people don't know he stopped, he stopped running at 25 and became a a world famous neurologist. Um, He won the lifetime achievement award from the American Academy of Neurology. And he had this quote, I, I had the, privilege of becoming uh, friends with him. And he he had a quote in the fifties where he said like the, the integration, the complex integration of heart, lungs, and muscle and mind, um, that the body executes is far in advance of the physiologist's ability to analyze them. And I asked him 50 years later, if he felt the same way. And he said, absolutely. You know, we know more about the physiology, but this integration is so individual and so complex that only the, the person doing it, the whole organism, is like the only detector of what's going on, right? So I think at a certain level, the reductionist knowledge, which is important to have and know what's out there, doesn't you know, get you further along the learning path anymore. If it did, then we'd you know, just bring all the athletes into the lab. So that's why I think this part of the art of the great coaches pull off is sort of being a partner who walks hand in hand with the athlete on a journey that has to be a lot of self-discovery for the athlete as they figure out what's best for them. For the full Finding Mastery podcast, head over to findingmastery.net or check us out on Apple Podcasts. And for a special offer from Athletic Greens, head to athleticgreens.com slash findingmastery.